Hello and welcome to the Art Department Podcast, Episode 7, um, with me and my virtual studio is, as usual, Emmanuel Shu, and I am Jan Urschel. Today we're going to talk about burnout. No, not the <laughs> video game series um, that everybody knows and loves. Um, it's about artist burnout, um, when, I don't know, you don't feel like working anymore, you work so much that um, suddenly you feel like you don't want to look at a single piece of art anymore. How did mm. we end up in this place and how do we get out of it? We're going to share a little bit about um, how we ended up ourselves in these very unfortunate circumstances and some hopefully best practices based on our experience on how we got out of it and started loving art again. So why don't you kind of start off the discussion here? Yeah, I'll start off and, and I'll start off by you know, saying it very simply is that uh, last year, I think I got a call, you know, f to work on the, the matrix. And right. of course, when you get a call for the matrix, you know, anybody would be like f jumping up and down, including me. Yeah. And you take the red uh, pill and jump into it. Yeah. Right? You're like, Oh man, I want to, you know, I want to do that. And, but I found myself actually contemplating not taking it. Oh, okay. And I, th you okay. know, this was the weirdest thing. I was just like, ah, uh, yeah, maybe I, I don't know. Can I tell you? Can I, can I, uh, you know, can I think about it? You know, nobody says that when they're offered the matrix, right? So right. for me, uh, you know, and, and I had to go and work on site. So right. I, I hadn't worked, you know, so I had all these excuses, right? Of course. Uh, I can't, you know, I can't, I don't want to work on site and, you know, blah, blah, blah. and, you know, inside me, I was like, why am I feeling this way? And I had already planned sort of a time to take off, like sabbatical. Right. And because I was basically so burned out from work right. that even a project like that, I was like contemplating whether I should take it or not. And that wow. is scary. Yeah, very And so scary. for me, burnout is definitely so big. Uh, and, and it, you know, what caused it was for me, too many projects, too many mm -hmm. overlapping projects and not sort of not caring about, you know, spacing things out, being more uh, careful with my time. Right. Uh, I was working seven days a week right. uh, and I was, you know, you know, you've been there. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know, I'm working at 80 hours a week and and that contributes a lot to the burnout. That's one part, and the other part of the burnout comes from the clients. So, <laughs> when you when you're working in freelance and you're working with so many different clients, you're bound to have some clients that don't vibe with you. Exactly. Yeah. Not that they're bad or good or anything, but they just don't vibe with you. Yeah, different way of working. And, yeah. Right, and right. I mean, and, and it makes the job more difficult. Oh, definitely. So at that time, I'm just like, oh man, and and enough of that. You'll feel like, oh my god, I. I can't keep doing this. And right. it, it, you get closer and closer to this sort of dark void. You don't even want to look <laughs> at a computer. You don't want to look at Photoshop. You yeah, don't yeah. like just going to the computer is like, ah, you know, like you don't, yeah, definitely. you know, that's, that's, how, that's how it is. And, and so for me, that was how burnout happened. And it's happened multiple times throughout right, my career. Right. Actually a lot less when I was in studio. Because in studio, I just left and that was it. Right. I mean, I, I left to go home for the day and that's it, right? Uh, well, usually. Uh, but 
you know, now that you're a freelancer, that's you really, you know, the I wasn't so good at time management. I would say yes to everything, yeah, yes oh, to every yes. project. Oh, yes. You know how that is, right? <laughs> We're still doing that. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like, you know, you, you're not, you're like, oh my God, I want to work on that. Oh, I want to work on that. And then now I have the union. So now you're kind of going, I need to work on this because I need to make hours. Right. And then, okay, that other thing comes through and it's a long time client. Okay, I got to take that. Mm. So now all these things stacked in together, that's the, the prime recipe for burnout. Right, right. Like I mean, you just don't even. Yeah. You don't realize it, it until you're really deep into it. I mean, for, for you, it sounds that's like the thing, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you, you're, you're burned out already and then you realize it. Exactly. You just keep on taking on jobs because, oh, that's cool. Oh, I should do this. Oh, this is going to be the next step kind of thing. And then you realize. Oh, you don't realize actually that um, you're already really burned out. But you make it sound like it's it's something that you really only experienced once you became a, a freelancer, and something that maybe freelancers predominantly feel. But I guess I guess people in studio still would also be able to um, experience that in certain circumstances when when you're I don't know when you're really deep into a crunch for. A couple of months already i'm sure that that is not very conducive to to your health yeah, and to I, your productivity as well though no yeah i think so but i uh, for me luckily most of the time when i'm at a job mm. i really took it as a job like okay, i left okay. that was i'm done right you know right. and and then That's i go good, home yeah. and i'll play games and do whatever the hell i want yeah. um i know when i was in the orphanage and You know, we had a lot of late nights there, but then it's different because we all felt like we were a family and we're trying to put out this product. Mm, that's true. So it felt like like I wanted to be there. Yeah. And yeah. I actually that was my the best the, the most growth I had learning, you know. Right. But the more you do this and the more you're in the industry you are in, the more I felt like, hmm. First of all, I felt like my voice wasn't really being heard, like oh, in yeah. terms of artist. So I felt like, wow, am I just really just being a wrist here, you know, mm -hmm. because I had a lot of opinions. Right. Uh, and I wasn't being really heard. I just, they just needed another artist, you know, right. and I was just working. Uh, and then it was the, for me, it was the too many jobs and I wasn't really expressing myself. Mm, yeah. Of so course. that was really difficult. I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, in terms of burnout, what causes your burnout? I think it's, it's very similar to, to what you mentioned. And um, when I was working in studios, it was quite organized and Lucasfilm, it's like nine to five, really. Um, mm -hmm. they, they would actually ask you if you stay late too many times, like, okay, what's going on? Like, are you, mm -hmm. are you overloaded? Um, can we help you in any way? Right. They, they, they are mm -hmm. interested in, in your, in your mental health as well. Um, so I never had that problem and it was similar to you where you say like, okay, like I'm, I'm done with the job. I, I can, I can unwind. I go home um, in the train and just kind of switch off and then do whatever else. Like even, even if I would do my own um, work, personal work after the job is done, I would still, I would feel less pressure, I think, because I'm, I know that at the end of the month, I'm just going to get my um, mm. paycheck without all the hustle involved from freelancing. So for me, the freelance burnout, uh, the, the burnout came uh, very clearly after um, I became a freelancer. And mm. I don't know if it has to do with just, I guess, my general personality and kind of the, the, the workaholic attitude that I have and say yes to everything and everything is cool without realizing that I'm digging my own grave. Um, so I think I had, I had a, I had, 
just kind of like multiple projects at this at a similar time where the the client experience was anything but great um just an mm -hmm. overall like how how the client uh, uh, communicated how i maybe communicated how much work i took on and kind of trying to please the client at all cost um and um, I, I did that for one project that went on for quite a while. And then I jumped right into the next project um, that I did because I, I knew the client was nice. So I thought like, hey, I, I know this client. I know it's nice to work with. But um, I thought I could unwind. But what I really should have done is, is really take the time off to for a month or two to really to really de-stress and kind of gather myself and, and figure out what I did wrong there. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't realize actually when you're working freelance that you're actually working harder oh, yeah. than at a studio. Because, at, you know, at a studio, I would say that I was like working maybe 60% of the time. Mm -hmm, and the other 40 was like lunch, uh, talking to coworkers, exactly. you know, snack time, right. you know, like walking around, you know, yeah, like yeah, just yeah. just being, you know, just that's part of the, the, the nature of being at a studio. Yeah. But for me, when I was freelancing, man, I found, you know, and this is a, a you know, and I'm like that. And it's mm. it's unfortunate because... If I say is if it's a day and tomorrow I'm expected to do three sketches, let's right. say, a lot of times, um, you know, I'll work like if if I'm on parts today and like oh I'm feeling good and the sketches come quick, great, right? Yeah. So awesome! I'll I'll spruce them up. I'll work my time and then I'll stop for the day. Yeah. But if the sketches don't come. <laughs> I'm working till late at night to find the sketches because yeah. I got to turn it in in the morning exactly. because you don't have that, 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 that buffer that is like, everybody says like, okay, I like, it's okay if you, if you're not hundred percent productive all the time in a studio, right? It's kind of like what, what matters is at the end of the day, at the end of the week, kind of what you've produced maybe. Um, but yeah, if you, as a freelancer, you're on the clock every minute yeah, you're of on the, the day, clock and right? they know you're on the clock yeah. and they they're saying hey show me sketches tomorrow because we want to get our money's worth exactly and this is especially if you the more you get paid the more they'll expect of course from you and the less and i mean so, you have yeah. to really find a nice understanding um art director who who understands that you have other things to deal with, you have other responsibilities, and you can't always be 100% um, productive, right? It's it's very rare. There are those yeah. people, and it's it's a pleasure to but work with them. And yeah, sometimes the, I... Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, at, at the end of the week, you still get the work done, and they, they know they trust you, right? But oftentimes it's, yeah. oftentimes, it's maybe an art director who is not experienced working with remote freelancers um, or who had some bad experiences because not not honestly i mean not every freelancer is good with time management is not always good with delivering on time to spec right not everybody is great at that mm -hmm. and yeah. um and maybe they got I, burned I think the trust, understand. yeah the, so the trust yeah. thing you're talking about is 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 paramount because when i'm working with pds that i know then I can just say, or or any art director or anybody that I know, then I can just say, hey, look, you know, give me this amount of time, and they don't bug me. Then they mm -hmm. know, okay, he's gonna right. gonna give me something, uh, and he needs this much time. It's fine. But when you first work with somebody, a lot of times they don't know 
you know, how hard you work. I mean, yeah, they, exactly. they only see what you turn in. So if you turn in a sketch that's not very good and you work three days on it, they're going to be like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of that. And of course, you know, there's my problem of, you know, and, and a natural problem of freelancers. So, you know, you, you know, we were talking in one of the episodes where you take a project and it's supposed to be over this week. Right. And then you accept you've already booked a project for next week. And then this <laughs> week's project says, hey, we need just one more week from you because, yep. you know, you did the work. All We're the almost time. done. Come on. And All you can't say time. no, right? Yes, yes. So so now you're saying, okay. And then you know the one starts next week and you have to put extra effort because you want to make, you want the, to build the trust. So now you're working like 12 hours, 14 hours a day mm. and you're killing yourself. And enough exactly. days like that. Yep. You're not going to want to do anything. Exactly, exactly. And I, I have some, I mean, for, for me, it's it's really about um, striking a balance. And uh, in order, I, I know I have to strike a balance in order to feel like I've uh, maximized my day in, in order to feel satisfied um, with what I did. Um, but maybe I'll, I'll get to that in a bit. I mean, you talked about the, the you talked about the reason for for your burnout and and what you think caused it. Um, but so, what did you? I mean, at some point, you must have realized what what happened and and why this happened. Was there? I mean, what what did you do about it? I mean, so okay, so what I so when I really got to a point, maybe this was maybe four years ago, when I said, you know what. I can't deal with this. I'm really in a bad way. Um, I can't wait to sort of take a break. I need a break. I'm, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to do any art. I don't want to do anything. What am I going to do? So I just, in, in my case, I just said, I, that was the first time Craig Mullins was giving a, uh, right, a class right. on yeah. schoolism. So I said, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to sign up and and at that time, I guess I got lucky because it, at that time it was still the one-on-one -on -one class wow, with nice, Craig Mullins. Yeah. He doesn't do that anymore, right? Um, because I think it was just didn't make any sense. Yeah, no, but it was really. so great for me because I took it and I was like, I said, I I'm going to take a class, so I'm committed. And then I took another Learn Squared class. I was like Alex Fagini's uh, um, oh, nice, yeah, professional apprentice thing. Yeah, the zebra they, stuff. They right? asked yeah. me, "Do I want to be?" the professional apprentice and I said okay yeah, sure. and so you know I and I didn't know ZBrush then so I said okay I'm going to I'm going to do that you know um and and I'm just going to bring this up but uh, uh and then um so I just took time off to do that and it's just you know I said no to whatever was coming or you know what you know what i was working on i finished mm. and then i didn't take any more jobs right and then i worked zbrush and i was with craig mullins class i was just drawing painting nice. and that's when everything came back you know it's oh, like okay. there was no pressure i mean at first it took like a week or two just to, to, to have enough space <laughs> to, 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 to get your sanity back right but the funny thing is all the art i created then was the art that has been the best received, and and that's when this. Um, so the art I created uh, was 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 this this guy right, here. Right, right. And and so uh, so this band licensed my work. Nice. Uh, and and sort of you know printed out all the work and and um, 
you know, made it like a like a CD out of it, nice, uh, and all this kind of stuff. And it, this is all from the, you know, from the from the from the personal work, you know. Nice. Yeah, and, that and, that feels nice. If a company, so, you know, company this is the inside, it. yeah, yeah, cool cover thing and. So, in the end, the 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 cool um, the reason I'm showing this is because, you know, it made me feel like, hey, maybe my personal work has merit. Mm, that's you know, true. I, you know, it's not just I'm not just working for somebody's stuff, you know, right. because it, that's what it is, and that's what burns you out because you have no personal attachment, right? It's most of the time you're just like, okay, uh, you want a church and you want it exploding and you want a car flying out. Okay, I'm doing that, you know, like stuff like that. Oh, you need a castle on a hill, design that. Okay, yeah. but you're looking at the script, you're making sure it goes past the PD and the director. Mm. It's not personal. So oh, yeah, not in at the all. end, that period of time made me go, oh my god. Okay, maybe I should be doing my own thing. You know, and it really right. gave me all this creative juice, you know, right. and it was like, wow, this is really cool. And so I I was just like so pumped and ready to go, of course, right back into freelance. <laughs> because I'm right back into the freelance and then boom, 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 boom. And, the, you know, years later, I'm like, this is right at the Matrix call. Mm. I said, I'm in a bad way again. Oh, and I think, yeah. you know, what it was is that I had a taste of doing my own work. Mm. Really enjoyed it. Now I wanted more of it, and I needed to program time. I, I found yeah. okay, you know what? Every year I should program in some time for personal work, personal growth. Right. Um, and so you know, long story short, on the Matrix, I ended up taking Matrix, right. and I said, okay, I'm gonna do it. It feels right, although it's in house and everything. It feels right, and thank goodness I did that because. Basically, the Matrix that that job showed me also that you can be, uh, they can reinvigorate you, um, and it's from, you know, the whole production, you know, from Lana the director to Hugh the production designer to all your coworkers, it was just a, 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 an environment of lifting you up and learning a lot of new things from oh, people nice. and yeah. also being able to talk to a director that really cares about you as a family mm, that's nice. and not just like, you know, you're not just a, some dude who just paints, you know, I mean, she invited us to her house, you know, to, for kicking off. And, and, and we were all, you know, it was just like, it was almost like, to, like to a family. It was basically yeah. like family. And it, it made me go, Oh, it can be like this. <laughs> yeah. That's okay, a harsh cool. truth about this industry that, these kind of these kind of uh, e events are very rare, um, but of course they they have a even bigger um, impression. Has that ever right? happened to you? What what have you felt in those scenarios? I mean, ha have you been on jobs where you feel like, oh my god, this is terrible, great, or oh, great, or no, great, no great, <laughs> um, no like 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 this is like this is what it should be about. Um, for me, it. Honestly, to this day, not not really yet. I mean, I had kind of like the full spectrum in many in many ways as to like, okay, this is kind of it is a job. It is a is a job, and that's mm -hmm. how I should treat it. Um, sometimes I was trying to get more. I was I felt like I was more emotionally involved, but then I got burned because of that. Um, so I decided at some point that I really need to stay away from 
from that um, from that emotional involvement and just really treat it like a job. And there were many times where it's just like, okay, it's just like uh, you do this for for the money, and that's it, and then you move on to something else. Um, there were times where it went really bad, whether where the production designer or the, the art director was really out for blood and um, that didn't go well. And I knew that even, I even knew it in the beginning. Um, I had a gut feeling that this is going to be problematic and it turned out to be problematic. Mm -hmm. um, so these days I'm trying to be a bit more careful and listen to my gut a bit a bit more carefully um, mm -hmm. because usually the, the signs uh, it, it's very it's very clear from the beginning um, I had some experiences where the where, where my where the superior where the art director is just incredibly nice and really mm. tries to look out for um, the artist and and really put his put his name on the line for the artist um, to fight for us, and and that is a that is a good feeling. Of course, it's all still remote, so the feeling of like being being in a big being in a nice team, being part of a family, is very limited still. Um, but at the same time, where I had a very nice and understanding and forthcoming AD, the project at the same time was not really like, wow, this is amazing. So that 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 that. Um, that the perfect storm the of perfect storm has not honestly happened for me yet i'm still hoping that at some point it will come but i think similar to you i had an experience where um i did i did some i did a lot of work over the last year and a half for for building up my my patreon and my tutorials and um actually uh, samsung approached me about one image I did for for one of my mm -hmm. um, uh, patreons a, a, a half a year earlier, and they said like, "Hey, we want to we want to get this image. We want to use it for our new gaming monitor line." And um, in the end, they, we changed it a little bit um, together, just but in terms of color scheme and everything, so just to fit the the aspect ratio of the monitor and the the kind of company branding for that line. But everything else was kind of like taken over from what I already had, and that that felt very nice as well. Like you said, that something I did not make with really like a client in mind, with two client specifications, was still like it felt appreciated and and had that well they that, wanted your own art yeah that perfect storm of like appreciating what you do anyway and um, without trying to impose their own art direction on it um and they licensed it and, right? and they're like we were kind of like a hybrid deal between licensing and making some slight adjustments um and then you feel you feel you feel valued in a different way. You're not you, you don't feel like okay you're just like uh, somebody to, someone to execute like a wrist like someone to execute yeah. somebody else's mm -hmm. uh, physical slash um, mental labor and um, it, it feels definitely different. And you you need those kind of um, um, chances opportunities that that reinforces this kind of belief because. Other, otherwise, I mean, like you said, you're known as a as a gun for hire kind of thing, and that's what clients will still come back to you for predominantly. So yeah, after I did that Samsung stint, um, right back into the usual kind of like freelance mm -hmm. stuff, right? And did they give you a free monitor? I'm still waiting for it, Samsung. Please. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> and um, um, so yeah. yeah. 
I, I feel you in that. Yeah, I'm still waiting for my Matrix Four uh, opportunity. Maybe Matrix Five. I was. Just, yeah, I mean, yeah. the thing is, those those things come it's rare, rarely. Right? Yeah, because uh, I mean, in my career, I could, I only have twice. I mean, one was Hellboy at the Orphanage, yeah, and that yeah. was with the best team. Yeah. And Matrix Five. Oh, four. Sorry. Uh, and it's just. One of those things where you know, but once you know it, you kind of have to try to be open to more of those experiences and recognize when the experiences aren't going to be good. Mm. Now, I've really in the last couple of years, because of all the burnout, I've said to myself, I have to research the show and the person doing the show right. heavily, and I have turned down jobs because of like if I talk to five you know, artists and they say, Hey, that person that you're going to work with has some issues. <laughs> if everybody is saying that mm. I, I have to kind of, you know, I, you know, if, cause you know, if you take it and it really is that person has issues, mm. you're going to, you're going to suffer. Oh, yeah, and that causes much. a lot of burnout because yeah. you take it. So, I mean, I, I am, I take my work super personally. Yeah. So I'm like, I work my butt off just to make sure that I get the stuff to look right. And if you're working with somebody who makes your life really difficult, it's going to hurt me oh, yeah. as a person. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, you know, so I need, so now one of the things I do is I make sure that I try to ask as many people as I can about who I'm going to work with. Mm -hmm. Now, sometimes they won't say that, okay, this person is bad. They yeah, just say, yeah. here's some strategies. Like that person really needs for you to tell him your schedule. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, he'll call you at any hour, <laughs> as an example, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you, you know, you set some ground rules and it's all good. Yeah, yeah. And and some people, it's just, you know, don't work with them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you have to decide, okay, what you do. But, but knowing that if you take this job, it could hurt you physically, mentally. Right, right. right. Yeah, so, careful, I, I think... Yeah. Burnout is, uh, you know, like a lot of the micromanagers I have a problem with. It's really hard <laughs> for me. I can't yeah, deal yeah. with it, you know. And um, and so for me, uh, I think you really have to find some strategies to not only recognize, because, you know, recognizing it is not enough. You have to do something about it, Yeah. right? Yeah. So for me, I, I, I think always number one is go back to something personal. Mm. Go back to, I mean, first clear yourself some enough time, you right. know, and to go back to doing some self-expression is always, you know, and it doesn't have to be art. I mean, it could be oh, if yeah. you play an instrument to play an instrument, it could be to go play some sports, hang out with your wife, what, whatever you feel like gives you joy, you should, you need to do more of that. Right. And sometimes the more you do, like, let's say you play an instrument, the more you do that and you're you know, engrossed in that kind of stuff, you'd be surprised after a while how, um, you know, the art stuff is going to start calling you again. Right. It's just that, you know, you have to put your mindset somewhere else. And if you're going to do art, try to do something different. Like I went from doing all this art, uh, uh, you know, like for the PD to stopping and then doing something completely different. I was painting, I was drawing, um, I was drawing on, you know, on paper. Right. I was, I was, I wasn't painting on paper, but I was, you know, I took my iPad out to the car and I drove everywhere and painted stuff. Right. Uh, that was my assignment uh, <laughs> for, the, for the class. And, and uh, you know, maybe a class is a good way to sort of say, hey, um, 
force itself to do something completely different. Yeah, something out of your comfort you know? zone. Yeah, exactly. I mean, th so those are some of. I mean, that's you know. Do, do you have any? I was I was I was going to ask. Like, are you are you the kind of person who tries to fit this kind of balance between client work and personal stuff or something completely different? into your daily schedule, into your weekly schedule? Or are you the kind of person who says, okay, for like the next two months, I'm gonna just do this client project and then I'm gonna take a week or two or, or a month off to just focus on my own thing. And then when a client project comes back, I'm just gonna be full-time on that again. How, how, well, does, how does it work right for you? Now, you know, for me right now, I think I'm doing the client work um, and then taking a little time off kind of thing mm. more than I'm fitting it in every day. But with the, with, with COVID and all this, I'm, I'm changing my daily schedules. Mm -hmm. And I find that when I wake up and the first thing I do is work out, you know, it's good for me to, to get myself going. It also clears my mind, uh, you know, and it gets any aggression out. It's, you know, I'm ready for the day. So I'm changing my schedules and okay. it seems to kind of work. Oh, nice. Um, you know, but then I haven't really done any, I mean, I'm starting some projects soon, so I'll see how that works out because, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I know that one, you, you know, wake up, you're like, Oh my God, I got to turn in something. And then you're not working out anymore. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. It's all that. I struggle with that every day. It's, it's really horrible. I have, I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying, Especially you're busy now, right? Yeah. So, I'm busy now, but so it's like, it's, it's always that struggle where when I have, when I have a bit of free time or when, when the projects are kind of like winding down and, and um, you feel like you, you have some more time to think about stuff and, to, and rearrange your schedule. I, I, set, I set up all these lofty goals of like, okay, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a big, I'm a big believer in like calendars and setting up your daily schedules. And I usually like on, on the Friday or Sunday before the week, I kind of try to arrange everything and see how my next week is going like to look for like. For the whole week, yeah, kind of. Oh, wow. um, and, and, and trying to stick to it. And of course I fail every day, but... Um, it's it's about trying again and again and usually then I, I i strike quite a good balance for myself that works with like working out and and getting some fresh air and time with the family and working and as soon as a client project hits it feels like just everything automatically goes out the window and i'm back to just like sitting at my desk like from morning to evening um, and I can even feel how I'm getting more unproductive, but I'm like, I don't know. I have that feeling. And I think a lot of people also do that. If, if you're not sitting in front of your computer as a freelancer, um, as much as possible, you are incredibly unproductive and you, you're wasting time. And, um, of course it's a complete non, it's complete nonsense. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you kind of have that idea that, okay, if I, if I play the piano now for an hour, like that is just like, I can't do that. It's, it's going to be a waste of time. So my, my schedule is like all over the place, really mm -hmm. like all the time. And I know it's bad for me and I can, I can feel like how my health is really going down the drain, the longer, mm -hmm. like, uh, like client project drags on and, um, 
man. <laughs> That's my you experience. know what? You know what really works yeah. for me uh, yeah. before was um, when I was on a job, and I would, you know, this was after my sabbaticals and stuff yeah. like that. And I learned that, you know what? I took my sketchbook out to like say lunch. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously now there's no lunch, yeah. in, you know, outside. But uh, but I I, I I I took my sketchbook out and I'll I'll draw at lunch. And I'll, you know, work out ideas and, you know, stuff like that for the things I'm going to do. And that's part of work. But I really enjoyed it because it was somewhere else. Yeah. yeah, And it felt really good to do it. Like and it felt good to draw outside and Mm -hmm. with fresh air and all that kind of stuff. So that worked for me. But I'm really going to try to sort of arrange, you know, keep to this schedule no matter what and say, okay, wake up, do this. And then this, yeah, and yeah. then I can get to work, and then work here to here. And you know, my work hours, you know, and this is the thing with a lot of freelancers is that they they don't all work. You know, that's the whole point of freelancers. They don't work always from the morning till right. you know seven or six or seven. For me, my best time is kind of at night. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that, and, I hear and that a that's, lot. Yeah. That's a problem, right? So I, you know, so I say, you know what? I'll shift my mornings. I'll, I'll take make the mornings more about working out. Spending time with my wife, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, have lunch, and then I'll hit it, you know. Right. And I'll hit the you know after lunchtime it will be say you know let's say afternoons aren't really good for me which they aren't so I'll I'll pick some of the more mundane tasks. Yeah, that's that's very good. Yeah, something I can bite off and it's you don't really have to think about. And then I'll work until like dinner, you know. So basically, you know, I've only worked a couple you know five hours, four or five hours, mm-hmm. and then I'll save. Um, the last bit, you know, for a little bit after dinner, because that's when I really jam. Yeah, exactly. But it's everybody a, different, right? So yeah. for you, maybe that's totally not how no, you actually, work. And you actually, want to spend that's, your that's something I, I only only recently kind of came to terms with. And I, I actually agree with that. That's kind of how it works for me as well. I used to be in a way um, always like I, I felt like I had to. I had to be able to do any kind of any kind of work at any time of the day, and um, I, I have young kids, and and you kind of need to be as they as they when they're still very young, you kind of have to always be there, um, and be ready to take care of them, and they kind of really dictate their schedule <laughs> onto yours. So you you're not free anymore to work whenever you want to. Um, you you kind of have to follow their schedule when they wake up when they want to when they need yeah. to eat you need to i mean it, it kind of it's not only training the kids to 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 develop a routine it's you kind of training yourself at the same time but as i as i became a bit older and and listened a bit to myself a bit more and and try not to do things brute force um i realized that it's impossible to force yourself to to do any kind of work during any kind of the day. You have to realize at what times of the day like am I able to work better and at what times of the day can I um, perform certain kinds of work better. So for me, it's actually yeah. very similar where you said like I get up and I'm really not a morning person. I try, mm. I try to force myself to... Um, become a morning person because you read all these like things about like oh all successful entrepreneurs get up at 5 a.m and go work out oh, for two hours and these kind of <laughs> things so i like you, you read books about it and and all these kind of things trying to 
trying to force yourself to 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 do that a little bit so maybe maybe there's something of merit to be gained because i mean honestly you don't know and i think it's worth trying out but for me i realized like it's just i'm just really not a morning person i need so long to just even get my brain booted up so during my morning hours i try to get a lot of the 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 the, the social media stuff out of the way the marketing stuff thinking about the emailing, the emailing and all these kind of things replying to people replying to comments replying to art department podcast comments <laughs> so that's kind of what i felt like okay this this is what what is good to get out of the way in the morning um and then i slowly get into into the work after lunchtime um i usually take like a, an afternoon break to like work out a little bit because i feel like um my my main time when i have the most energy in a way for physical exercise is kind of like in the late afternoon and it's also singapore um where working outside during the day is really deadly because of the heat and the humidity yeah, yeah, yeah. so you have to kind of do it when when the sun is a bit like mm -hmm. going down a little bit so you have to adjust that um or you do it really early in the morning but again mm -hmm. i'm not a morning person i try to yeah, force yeah, myself yeah. to get up at like 5 a.m every day to run and i i lasted for about two oh, weeks and then i just gave up and i was yeah, miserable yeah. um And then in in the afternoon, I have a big chunk of work that that I can I can get done. And then I'm like you, like then I go to dinner and play with my kids and and spend some time with my wife. And then I go back to work. And then I have that really quiet time um, until I don't know midnight or 1 a.m. and where I can really get a lot of a lot of stuff done. Um, yeah, and it's the most creative time for me. You know, it just feels like I really weird. can come up with stuff. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's uh, it, it's about for me. It was about listening to what kind of my brain and my body kind of told me. Um, and ever since I did that, I feel like I'm a lot more um, efficient and, and creative in, in many respects. And in, in kind of respecting myself in when when I am actually most most efficient in getting yeah, out yeah, these yeah. thoughts no, and ideas so have you ever gotten to the point where you don't even want to touch a computer oh yeah many times many times so what did you do to get back <laughs> i mean um because you're obviously you're back on the computer <laughs> yeah yeah i'm back at the computer um more than ever actually which is funny so i mean for me really the 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 problem came from like a complete completely self-inflicted imbalance of too much work it was really the workaholic thing of like mm -hmm. trying to maximize every 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 hour of every day and like okay like we, because we we are also kind of selling our time directly for money right it's kind of like okay every hour i don't work i feel like i'm worthless i feel like i'm not earning um and I'm, I'm i'm not doing anything that could be useful for my career which is which is very deadly very deadly a very vicious cycle and so on top of that the imbalance was also kind of further accelerated by having a lot of projects which i knew were kind of toxic because of the people that were involved and toxic for myself and then in the end i pass on that toxicity to people around me which is really bad and so yeah, everybody kind I of suffers that. yeah and yeah. um so it it took some time for me to realize like okay what what do i need to achieve on a daily basis and and for me it's really about a daily balance and a struggle on a daily basis to 
achieve these kind of things because if i if i do it kind of like more towards what you said like i have a chunk that is for client work then i take some chunk of a time off to do something else for me that that doesn't really work for me it's always like i'm like i'm, I'm bringing myself to the edge of a of a collapse before i so, so give me an example of, of a typical hard day yeah. that caused the burnout like what what, what would that day look like it's like it's like you well yeah exactly it's it's it, it was kind of like a weird mixture of like you you start working um in the morning and i'm I'm in Singapore, so I'm I'm GMT plus eight. I'm I'm like seven eight hours ahead of London. I'm fifteen hours ahead of the US. So there's always kind of like that 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 delay um, in working with clients and kind of like they talk to you at the end of their day or at the beginning of your day, and it's completely different time for you. And it's not always possible, again, especially with with a family with kids, to completely subject yourself to the client's schedule. So for me, like one of the burnout days is like you start working in the morning during my morning because that's kind of what I communicated to the art director. That's kind of like, I work these hours and that's what I do. Mm. Um, and well, the art director didn't care about that. So I start during my morning and kind of, I'm like 70% done. And then that art director wakes up because it was their morning. And for mm -hmm. me, it's already like 4 p.m. And then that person would just completely, like he would, he would, they would ask to look at the work that you've done so far during that day, which is already a bad sign. Um, and then they, they, they tear that apart and basically forcing you to start again. So you already done like six hours of work and then you have to basically start again. So I, it was like, it was like a 14 hour day for a, for a single job that included like an ass kicking in the middle of the day, pretty much every day, for a couple of months and that is killing you and i mean I, i'm i'm as much um at fault for that as um the other side right because you, you can't always blame the other side completely right it's also how you deal with it how you communicate with it and honestly you have at any point the the chance to say no um, and say this goes too far and I can't do this anymore but of course I didn't because whatever right um, so I'm, I'm to blame for that as well and if that goes on for too long it, it just destroys you and it, it takes completely away your joy from, from, from doing this job and I still had a lot of love for this job and that's why I'm still doing it now um, even though that incident was a couple of years ago and and um, it, it, it's, uh, well, it's so, really what, so after that job, did you take some time off? Yeah, that's what I should have done. But I jumped right into another job with like someone. Well, I so knew it just keeps nice. brewing, keeps yeah, building. So it's, and, and then, then after another couple of months of that, I just had a, like a complete breakdown. I think where I just like it. It, it came to a de degree where I was like, I didn't want to do this job anymore at all. Like I, I was like questioning myself like i don't this is not for me this can't be the way uh, to go this can't be how it's always gonna be and if it if it is like that then i don't want to do this job anymore um and then it kind of it i it i was like on a forced kind of not a sabbatical like it it, it was not a sabbatical because 
usually like that it's like it's like full of like things you want to learn and do and kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. not necessarily you just wanted to get away yeah i just i just wanted to just i couldn't i couldn't do anything like i was not able to do any work um even though I, I had no client work i had no intention of taking any client work i couldn't even do personal work um i just could not look i was just like sitting there for a couple of hours a day and and was not able to form a cohesive thought about what I wanted to do oh, wow. and where I wanted to really go. And I mean, um, the good thing out of that in the end came because I was, I was working out a lot and, and doing just other things than art. So it, it had a positive impact on my health. And mm. funny enough is that um, I always struggle to, to, to lose weight um, because food is just too uh, delicious, and but man, during during that project, I just couldn't eat, so I lost like ten or twelve kilos, um, just because I, I just couldn't eat. It's a six pack no time, man. Yeah, man. It's it, it it was. I mean, I'm and now I'm like kind of like getting comfortable again and like struggling to to like exercise and and again so, now I mean, I'm like the just, other way around. It was just time. You just needed time. Yeah, it just I, and and it's it was bad in a way because I needed a lot of time to get my bearings as well. Like how Again, much time? I mean, I I think I didn't do really any work for I think about nine to ten months, and I was Ooh. like, okay, this is not how it's supposed to be mm -hmm. like, and and oh, wow, that's serious, yeah. Yeah. So in in like after that time, I'm, I kind of. I kind of realized I still want to do that. I still want to do this job, but things have to change and things have to go, have to be, go differently. And then, then I kind of started the Patreon thing to feel like, okay, maybe is it client work I don't like, or was it just a project I didn't mm, like? Mm. What part of like, I needed to find a way again to be interested in the work I do. Um, and, and at the same time where I started Patreon um, also some interesting client projects came along that I felt like, were really a lot closer to what I, I personally like to mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. And I think those projects, which also all, were not all great, um, but I think some of those really helped me to um, uh, push in new areas that I wanted to go into and that kind of uh, fanned the flame again for, for what I like to do. And I mean, I'm still struggling, honestly, to find a balance. And um, like that daily balance I'm talking about, um, because I know I'm, I'm kind of like, sorry if my current clients are listening, like um, I was actually planning on taking <laughs> a break, but um, I was like, okay, this project sounds really cool. And the people who are on the project are fantastic and I want to work with them. So I, I took it regardless and I'm trying to pace myself here. Um, and um, so my current PD, he convinced me to, to, to take this on and it, it, I'm sure it'll work out, but I can kind of feel like, okay, um, I need to pace myself and I know what I need to do in order to balance it properly. And I'm, I'm just going to take time off after this is done. <laughs> but I mean, I want yeah, to so, talk I mean, a little bit. Yeah, go that's, ahead. That's what's important though, yeah. right? I mean, you know, because I think this is a, a real life case of you don't want to get to where yeah, Jan exactly was because that's really serious yeah it is and serious. and you i think the more you're aware of you know you you know you start hearing from your spouse or your friends or mm. hey you're becoming a real jerk what's <laughs> yeah, going indeed, on with you indeed, indeed. but you also have have a sense of 
what's happening with yourself mm. and a self check-in all the time and yeah. having being more aware of I'm burning out and I need to schedule time to yeah. take a break. Yeah. And if you don't do that, at some point you are going to burn out. Yeah, exactly. And coming back from that can be very difficult. Yeah, some people never uh, come back, I think. And you some of, people never come back and you, you develop and, like a really cynical attitude and a really uh, you, you you forget what what you came to do in the first place and i mean you have that thing of a sabbatical or like taking like a course that's out of your comfort zone which i think are all great um i think it's it, how you get out of it is, is personal though right i mean it, it's good to take Everyone's notes different yeah, every, yeah it's good to take note of what other people did because you should definitely give it a shot but like for me like since I, I want to kind of achieve something on a daily basis because i know that works better for me um is like i mean i have i have several things that I, that I know I want to do during during a day or at least during a week I mean for me these kind of things are like I need to work on on personal stuff um, I need to work on I don't know uh, something that furthers myself whether it is work on I don't know my website work on my patreon work on these I mean this podcast is a personal thing that I want to do and I need to make sure I keep it I keep it going because it's so easy to skip a week. yeah you it's, skip one you skip two and then it, yeah, before yeah, exactly. you know it's, you it's over it, right? yeah. um, I need time for myself to not look at the screen I need to read a book I need to like go outside um, I need to play with my kids, right? Time with family is very, very important, but also time for yourself. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I like doing puzzles. I have like, I have, I like doing lots of puzzles and Legos and that kind of thing. And maybe that's for kids. And I play with my kids, Legos, right? And I need these kind of things that I can occupy my brain a little bit outside of 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 work um, that have nothing to do mm -hmm. with anything in terms of productivity. Time with family is important. Um, time with your spouse is important with your kids and doing that for me health is important because i can feel like how my body reacts to sitting all the time so diet not not in terms of losing weight but in terms of just purely the food you put into yourself um is very very important and can have big influence on your productivity also exercise um that is like uh, my pet peeve is like i i struggle so much to to figure out a daily or weekly schedule for myself that works for me that I can sustain. Um, and I try again and again and again um, to, to reach that. And then, of course, there's client work that needs to be done for money to, to make a living, right? That needs to be part of the world. So I only feel complete and I only feel happy if I achieved all of this in a week or certain, I mean, I can't cram all of this into one day all the time, right? Um, sometimes I, ca I cannot exercise because there's uh, all sorts of other things that I need to be taken care of. Um, but it, it's for me very important that I look back at the week and I'm like, hey, I did this, I did this, I did this. I, get, I got all this done. And yeah. that, that makes yeah. me fulfilled. If any of these take over, then it's like if I if I do too much client work, then it just it just throws everything out the window. Now the thing is, I used to beat myself up over it like tremendously. Like if I wouldn't achieve it, I was like like doing too much yeah, soul do searching, <laughs> too much. Like why 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 why? Right? I tried to figure out and try oh, to I, improve I do that. <laughs> it's it's hard, but I mean it's it's part of it. But you need to kind of keep yourself in check. 
Um, you, you have to be kind to yourself yeah, exactly. and, 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 and you know that, again. you know. Yeah, you right. do it again. You try to achieve it again. And then if you failed on Monday, you try again on Tuesday. Then you try again on Wednesday. Then you try, if you didn't get this week, then you try next week. And it's it's that continuous, I think, mm -hmm. um, um, striving to to hit that. I mean, of course, first of all, you need to real, you need to figure out for yourself, like what, what works for me. Right. And, um, I think we had, we had many different things that we talked about, about how you can balance things out. Right. And I mean, come on, there are people who love to work 24 seven, um, that are completely happy that don't burn <laughs> out. There are those people. And, and if you're one of those, then like, that's fantastic. Right. Then you're going to achieve a lot of things. Right. Um, in terms of your career. But I mean, there are also other people that, that need a lot more time off, right? That cannot work that much. And, and I think it's important that you realize and, and, and listen to yourself, listen to your body, listen, listen to your yeah, I think mind. Listen to yourself is a big one. And, and because be honest, I think you, you, right? yeah, you have to try to, you know, get a, a something that works for you, yeah, right? Yeah. Like you're saying, because exactly. everybody's different. And and you know everyone's gonna have some kind of burnout exactly, um, exactly. some people is bigger some people are smaller but yeah. you have to find your way out of that and a lot of it is actually the least to do with that thing itself you yeah. know it's best to you know like like yeah. Jan's saying you know like go you know make sure your your physical health mental health is taken care of yeah uh you know and that whatever that means to you, like for mm. me, I think doing personal work is the way out for me. Mm. And it, you know, the more personal work I did, the more I felt like I was expressing yeah. and the more I felt like invigorated. And then yeah. the more my portfolio is filled with my personal work now. Right. And so when people hire me, they're hiring me for my personal work, yeah, which is what I love to do. Yeah, so now yeah. the burnout is going to be even less because you're yeah. doing what you want to do. Exactly. And the clients are saying, can you just do more of that? Yeah. And they point great. to my personal work. Yeah. That's like, like I don't have any client has said, Hey, can you do more of that other um, movie stuff you did? That doesn't happen. Yeah. Weirdly enough, every time they point, they're pointing to something that I did personally. And they're saying, can you just do more of that? That's what I want. Mm -hmm. And you're like, Oh, okay. And, but it's not even stressful anymore because they just want you for you. Yeah, that's nice. I realize that a lot of people, when they're doing this professional work, you're just, you're regurgitating work for mm -hmm. the show, right? A lot of shows, they're like, oh, can you just make work that looks like that? Yeah. Somebody else's work or like that. And then, you know, it's okay, that show is not fun. And then you do another show, another show, another show. And after a while, you're like, wow, I have no identity and mm -hmm. I don't have any expression. So when if but if imagine all the shows are hiring you and say, hey, I love what you do. Mm. Just do that. Man, it, it, it'll be a lot more fun. Yeah. And in the end, I think that you will feel better doing it like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for me, personal work works. But for some people, they may just have to completely get out and like go watch a movie. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. Whatever it is that makes you feel good. But if you're smart and you have experience, maybe the best thing is saying, okay, well, during like I take one month off a year and I go off to the woods, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you have to program in, or two months, uh, you have to program in that time exactly. so that you can stay refreshed. Uh, and every year you learn new things or whatever you want, right? Um, so for me, that's 
that is a really huge thing. So, I mean, but, you know, I have like notes on sort of how do you plan your sabbatical? You really, you know, you have to downsize. You have to understand your finances like our last episode. You know, you you can't just take time off and not pay your bills, right? Exactly, yeah. So needs to be planned. So yeah. you got to, you know, you, you need to plan it. It's not something that's just kind of, oh, I'm just, I guess I'll take a sabbatical now. I mean, you have to really plan it. And, and I planned mine and I said, okay, how long can I last? <laughs> you know, yeah. if I didn't get a job, can I say no to this job? Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, it, it's important for not only for, for like, not only because it's the responsible thing, the smart thing to do, but it's also if if you haven't planned it properly um the in the back of your mind you will always be like oh my gosh i need to make money i need to make money um um and what am i going to do after if if you're like bankrupt after these six months of a sabbatical then that's probably not a smart thing to do because you're no. going to stress so much and There's you cannot stress focus <laughs> yeah you cannot focus on on your sabbatical um if you do that and it's supposed to be a reinvigoration of of your passion for for what you do, right? That's what it's, or it's like a time for you to figure out in what direction to go next. Um, and if you can't fully focus on that because of like very real world issues, then uh, it's not going to work, right? Yeah, and I think a lot of time is just going back to what makes you tick. Yeah, exactly. You know, going back to those roots of why you're doing this in the first place. Yeah. You know, if you love drawing, why aren't you drawing more? Uh, you know, can you go back to, you know, what makes you unique and tap into some of that and really do a personal project that yeah. you never know where it take you. Yeah, but if yeah. you keep working for clients, you know, forever and you never have that time, not only are you burning out, you're also uh, in the end, you're never really truly expressing who you are. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think client work sometimes can do that. Yeah. unless you find the right clients which is yeah which is great, do, but that's great i mean it's not something you can really count on it, it i think you can never count on it it might happen at some point um and sometimes also like somebody you look up to like somebody whose movie you enjoyed uh, who you, that you grew up with it might turn out to be an awful person right it could be terrible to work with right it it, it can happen so don't don't, don't be so uh, uh, naive to think that um, a great director is a great person to work with right it's it doesn't have to be like that not i'm not talking from experience here i'm just saying um, that 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 kind of that uh, that uh, proverb like don't meet your heroes it comes from somewhere right um, so don't don't be surprised at that. But I mean, coming back to the whole um, personal work thing, and I think it, it's it, like it's it's very important to to go go back to your own experiences and to to your life story and try to um, dig back into, like you said, what what interested you in the first place. So I mean, as as I am bombarded with with everything on on social media and in media in general, and everything changes so fast and new things come around. And you, you I mean, as you get older, you start getting more cynical and more critical about um, entertainment products that are not aimed at yourself, but are aimed at your kids aimed at 12 year olds, right? And you we tend to like uh, complain a lot about um, whatever's out there. Um, so you become cynical, you become disillusioned. You say like, "Oh, I, you you do all these movies that are coming out like they're boring to work on because the end product is so not 
um, tuned to your own interests anymore, right? And that that can cause a disconnect because, like you said, art is deeply personal. Even if it's even if it's done for hire, even if it's commercial, we still pour ourselves into it. And I think what helps once in a while is um, trying to reconnect with those uh, inspirations that even got you into it in the first place. So I mean, yeah. I'm like we grew up in the. I think the 80s have a big influence on us for for you maybe in it it came at a different time in your life than it came for me like but I mean I I, I grew up as a kid like uh, watching Star Wars on 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 TV in the in the late 80s um and I, I watched it in the theater <laughs> yeah you watched it in the theater so it's even different for you right um but not not citing Star Wars as a main influence but like just generally I like grew growing up yeah. in the 80s with like I don't know Game Boys and, and Legos and all these kind of things pre-internet and all these kind of things not not that I'm saying like everything is is, is better in the old days but I think it's it's kind of rediscovering these things that uh, you've kind of forgotten about and and put aside so I I, I frequently re-watch all these old movies and um, that I fondly remember from my childhood and of course some of them don't hold up anymore but it's kind of nice to um, dwell yeah. on that nostalgia and to kind of reconnect with like okay what what is it you really liked about this movie like what is it and, and um, what what yeah, you never know what reinvigorates you yeah, and what yeah, exactly. gets you so it's, back it's, going it's good but in all this noise to to rediscover that yeah yeah you just have to make sure that uh you know, obviously, to try to avoid burnout if you can, time management, of course, all yeah. those kind of things. But, you know, if you find yourself going down that road, really, I mean, I don't think there's anything better than, like, taking time off. Yeah, it has like, to be. Time yeah. off means you can do whatever you want, and you really just have to plan for it. Uh, and I think a lot of people, they just go, well, I'll wait till I burn out. And then I'll <laughs> No, you, you know, like you know you really should plan like okay after the, okay i'm gonna work hard for this gig two months i mean that's what i'm telling myself right yeah, now yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so right now today i'm probably gonna start a project next week mm. and i'm gonna tell myself eight weeks right that project's around eight to ten weeks when it's over i'm taking a month off nice yeah i should do that as well i should really so tell myself you know i'm gonna that. hold myself to it right because you know I have to do that because I know if I don't do that, because I of how hard I work as a person, if I don't do that, I'm going to burn out again. Yeah. And I don't want that. So yeah. at some point you have to make some real concerted effort to get that time off. Exactly. And, you know, obviously uh, it's based financially too, but mm. I, I'll say, okay, you know what? I, I'm going to, in order for me to have this lifestyle, I'm going to sell my car. I'm going to get a cheap car. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'm going to live like this. Take, so, yeah. yeah, and and I'd rather have a couple more months, a year of just personal time than having a nice car. That's but it's true. your choice, right? I mean, yeah. at some point, it's your choice. You have to decide what is the priority. Maybe you you know you you live with you know where, you know you eat in more, you cook yeah. more. Yeah. Um, and maybe you you know don't subscribe to every service that's out there you know like stuff like that you know yeah, I mean true. you can you know but people are like, ah but you know those are things I want but do you want it enough to uh, yeah have to work hard for it right oh you might want a Porsche but you're it's, gonna have to work your ass off it's very it's I think I think if anything like uh, being in lockdown and everything has has helped people understand how little they really need. Um, 
I think that 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 has been has or been they good. just keep ordering from Amazon. <laughs> oh yeah, that's also bad. Yeah, but I mean, come on. You, even even if you downsize your car, like do do all these things that you just mentioned. Like there might be a little bit of like um, apprehension before, but after a week, you're so you you don't even you don't even care about the other stuff anymore. Um, so that's all kind of like very. It's I mean, I everything see, I that is happening. Also is, just, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying like this, everything that 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 causes the burnout is completely self-imposed. Um, the yeah, only but person it's hard. I, I gotta say it's hard though. It's yeah. really hard because I have I, I keep saying I want to do this and that and oh, and yeah, yeah. and I always end up with the burnout before <laughs> I I'm like oh god god I'm burning out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. it's it's the nature of freelancing in our industry is that you know there's a lot of short gigs. And mm, you get sacked, you know, yeah. and and having a week off, you might tell yourself, well, I had a week off. I didn't work for a week. That's actually not you. You haven't done anything in that week to reinvigorate yourself. You're just you worked so hard that you yeah. passed out that week. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and you got to plan like this time I'm going to learn this. And you look forward to it. Exactly. And you get right. to that. And you're going to do it and, and it's going to either do something for you or not, but it's not going to hurt you. It's yeah. only going to make you feel like, hey, okay, I learned that and it didn't work, but I feel energetic mm. as opposed to, yeah. oh my God, I just want to you know, yeah. lay down well, for like and I think months. As a freelancer, I think also we, we never take any vacations. So, I mean, if you work in a studio, you kind of forced to like i don't know you yes, have like you know yeah you weeks, have all these four weeks, weeks leaves you, you need to use it up in a calendar year so you just end up going on a vacation anyway um but as a freelancer you you kind of like oh can i take the can i take this time off it's like i oh, know something else is coming like oh i need to do this and then suddenly you realize that in in three years you haven't taken a single vacation um, yeah that's not good <laughs> i mean that's absolutely i mean now thing, in covid right? times it's going yeah, to be of course, of difficult, course, of, course. of course, but I, I always think give yourself an excuse to take time off. So yeah, for yeah. me, it was taking Learn Square class and taking yeah, that correct moments class. Yeah, that's a good give thing. Give yourself an excuse. Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, I got to take this class. I got to clear my schedule. Focus on it 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have a reason to do that. Or, you know, maybe it's maybe it's uh, uh you know, um, music class or I, yeah. it can be anything. Right. So a sport whatever exactly. you know that would be good um yeah really get into so something, I, yeah. I, I, yeah so for me those would be you know like huge things and 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 i think one thing that really worked for me strategically was um telling your friends oh so um, they're gonna so, do that so yeah. yeah so when i i used to be a smoker and oh. i one day i just said i qu i just quit because i was like okay enough of this I mean, I was a hardcore smoker. I wasn't just a like a light smoker. And I said, okay, I can't do this anymore. And I announced it to my friends mm. and my coworkers. And you'd be surprised at how people keep you in check. Oh, that's good. It's like, hey, how's it going? On a Monday yeah, morning. yeah. They, if they see you out there working with a cigarette, they're going to be like, I thought you quit. And you feel bad. Yeah, that's yeah, a good thing. Bad. Accountability, so, yeah. You know, when you tell your friends, hey, guys, I'm going to learn this. I'm going to take this class. I mean, you're going to have to do it. It's actually good for me. It yeah. worked for me. I mean, I don't no, know. No, I, 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 I hear that a lot from other people. I mean, I try to, I'm actually trying to go out and, and, and tell people that, like, they, they're asking me, like, oh, when are you doing this? When are you doing that? How about that? And then I'm like, oh, it's coming. It's coming. And I kind of 
give them like a vague deadline, which is actually a deadline for me. And, and most of the time I haven't even started on what I'm, what I'm telling them that I'm going to do. So it's um, those like deadline, like self-imposed public deadlines can work wonders for, for you getting stuff done. But I mean, this is kind of like a, a separate topic. But yeah, if you're talking about um, taking time off and, and nobody but, but yourself is holding you to it, that can, of course, cause problems. So if you publicly announce it and yeah. um, you hold, then other people will start holding you to it. I, I have a friend and who, who really wanted to get started and running and running marathons, and now he's running ultra marathons. He's running like 100K uh races and i mean he said like oh in he actually said like even like over a couple of years like oh in 2020 i'm gonna run a 100k like um uh, like uh, race and i'm like you're crazy and, and he did it and i mean he he was part of like a, a race like a like a runner's group and they they all kind of hold him to it and these kind of like public goals can really really work wonders yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah i mean if you I, have, I tell if you have good friends who hold you to it if you sure. if nobody I mean, cares I, I, then yeah. right? if nobody cares i mean i tell good. people i'm working on you know personal work now i'm doing this work yeah. and you know i have people going okay when are we gonna see exactly. something so today i was just showing you know my friend the work i say like, hey i'm it's i'm doing it here it is <laughs> um, good, yeah. you know it's in progress but it here it is, yeah, you know, exactly. and it's a whole bunch of new work. And I tell everybody because it pushes you to yeah. to do it. Yeah, exactly. You know, tell now, friends, okay, now it's on this podcast, so I better show it at some oh, point. Oh, yes, yes. You all want to see it now. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think it's it's important to keep yourself accountable, have others. Yeah. You know, that's that's a that's a good way. And, 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 and I think one of the last things is just kind of dig back. To, you know, if you if you have any problems, dig back to your childhood dig back to, to to things that really made you tick and things that that's good make you happy mm -hmm. those are true. always going to be things that bring you back to center right you know i mean of course if you know for me a lot of times it's also reading a lot of very uh, spiritual books and things oh, like that good. things that really put me uh, at a deeper understanding of the world and it puts mm. it, it calms me down exactly. to go oh okay this is kind of things i want to do mm. um so, you know, but for everybody is different. I think yeah. just try to find that thing, but try to plan for it uh, and try not to overwork yourself because I think sometimes um, we have such a tendency to, you know, these free, us freelancers have mm. such a tendency, not just freelancers, but in, in general working in the industry have such a tendency to work so hard and be such um, workaholics that yeah. you forget what's really important to you in your life. You know, your exactly. family, the things that make you tick, you know, friends, yeah. spouse, you know, all these things, your health, you know, those are the most important things. And, and burnout is really just telling you that, hey, man, you really, you're really unbalanced in yeah, your life. Yeah really need to rebalance your life and you need to look at all these things and yeah. hopefully we can all work and have a great relationship with everybody around us and ourselves exactly. and, a, and, a, and a good healthy yeah. relationship so that you can work as long as you can yeah exactly that's and that's enjoy your life while doing it so perfect yeah, perfect words to end this episode i think very wise so words here so please we we burned out many times so you guys don't have to okay yeah um, try not to 
Yeah, exactly. Try not to. Okay, so that I think was a great, a great way to wrap it up. So uh, thanks so much, uh, guys, for listening in yet again. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Yeah. Bye.